Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having a tremendously blessed morning today. It's fantastic down here in Florida. We're staying busy, as always, at healthmasters.com. And be sure to call us up if you have any needs or questions. Healthmasters.com, 1-800-726-1834. And we have the product of the week, the HGH Stimulate. A lot of people are taking advantage of that sale right now. That'll be good until tomorrow where the next product that you vote on will win. It looks like the magnesium brain food and the eyesight are both pushing pretty hard on that. So be sure to check that out. Also, too, look at the vitamin C, the excellent C formula on sale right now as well. Over 30% off, very, very special product, incredibly effective, very good to use as a uh, dosage throughout the day. I told you before, vitamin C is needed on a regular basis to maintain healthy immune system and it's best taken throughout the entire day so take you know one or two capsules with each meal it'll keep your blood levels of vitamin c throughout the whole day elevated in turn will keep you very healthy so be sure to check that out at healthmasters.com and also too i saw an article earlier here it's interesting it looks like that florida um, basically a bunch of lawmakers here and uh, Ron DeSantis are wanting to hold the vaccine manufacturers liable over the claims of the RNA shots. Now, whether or not DeSantis actually goes through with this, I don't know. But he said here, he said, I'm going to be working with the Florida Surgeon General to hold vaccine manufacturers accountable. They made claims about the RNA vaccine that was not true, and people were injured as a result. DeSantis made the announcement during a rally. On Saturday, while the federal government has given the vaccine manufacturers immunity over harm for the COVID-19 shots, which you guys know, they have full carte blanche immunity, it appears Florida is looking into uh, prosecuting the makers over false advertisement. They went on to say here, DeSantis said, we did a study in Florida. We saw an 86% increase in cardiac-related activity in people ages 18 to 39 from the RNA shots, and we're going to do something to bring accountability to this. And you guys remember, we talked about this in general, where the Florida, the Florida Surgeon General, Joseph Lopato, who DeSantis brought in, uh, they did a full-blown research study on this. And they said the evidence-based principles showed that the RNA shots were not safe at all and that they were massively linked. And you had an 86% higher increase in cardiac-related incidences and death after you took the shot. And uh, so, again, we'll see if this actually goes anywhere. We'll see if DeSantis actually steps away from anybody that's monitoring and handling him behind the scenes and goes after these guys. Because as I've showed you before, Pfizer, Moderna, they are all owned by the same people that own Disney, that own Costco, that own, <laughs> own all of them. I've, we'd said I, every day I go on the list. I'll tell you guys with BlackRock, State, you know, State Street and Vanguard, they all own everything. And so what happens is if DeSantis goes after Pfizer and Moderna, he goes after everyone if he actually brings light to this. And whether or not the manufacturers are hold, held accountable, we will see. But one thing I do like, though. At the very least, when he brings stuff up like this, it at least causes people to talk and it causes people to bring you know, light to the situation that's occurring right now because as we have said repeatedly on the show, this cannot continue to go on and we just pretend that nothing's happening. 
you know, the five, six, seven, eight boosters. I think they're, they're getting ready for like the sixth or seventh booster now. They're saying everybody needs to get by the end of the year, beginning of January. We can't just sit around and pretend that this is happening. This isn't happening while it's happening. You can't do that. You have to address it. You have to call it out. Now, whether or not, you know, what we say falls on deaf ears, that's a different story. But I think a lot more people are starting to realize that everything we were told was a complete and total lie from the lockdowns to the mass mandates to the restrictions to the vaccine mandates. Everything was a complete and total sham and essentially had no basis in science when it blatantly told us verbatim to everyone's face, well, this is science. If you don't do what we tell you, you don't trust science. If you don't do what we tell you, you're, you're a grandma-killing, science-hating, neo-Nazi skinhead. This, this is what you are. If, if, you don't, if you don't lock down and take the shot, that's what you are. And everybody goes, but I'm, I'm not that at all. I don't, I don't want to be a grandma-killing, neo-Nazi, racist skinhead. I don't, I don't want to be that at all. I'm not that. Well, it doesn't matter. That's what you are if you don't take the shot right now. But I, I don't want to take the shot either. Well, it doesn't matter. You take the shot or you're a grandma-killer. Remember what I told you guys last week on the show? They always want to maintain two sides. That's it. There can be nothing in the middle. There can be no, no deviating narrative whatsoever. You either do this or it's this. They always want to shut everybody into a box and make people go one direction or the other. Nothing can deviate. That's why the Libertarian Party has had such a difficult time getting massive publicity when in reality the Libertarian Party is most definitely the one that's most aligned with the Constitutional Republic. They are very much so aligned with the Constitutional Republic, but yet you see this constant, oh, the GOP, oh, the Democrats, oh, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. It's the narrative they want people to focus on, and that's why when you start bringing up any other topics that deviate from one of those narratives, they immediately try to shut you down. That's misinformation. You can't talk about that. You notice how you can bring up all the kinds of stuff on social media about bumbling buffoon Biden and his blithering moronic mistakes that he does on a regular basis and walks around in circles and shakes hands with the air. They don't censor any of that. Nothing. It's not misinformation. Obviously, it's true. He's an idiot. But they just let it go on. They let people talk about all these guys in the Republican Party and this and that, constant drama. Well, what, what about what about the individuals that are owning, you know, major part of Hollywood? What about those individuals? What, what about Vanguard and State Street and BlackRock? Why, why are they the largest equity firm in the entire world? Why does BlackRock have ten trillion dollars in assets? They are largest larger equity holder than this Federal Reserve Bank. Oh, oh, oh you, don't, you don't bring that up, Austin. You don't talk about that. You, you don't you don't talk about any of those guys. Look at what they did to Dave Chappelle and what they did to Kanye West. When they brought up anything about what was going on with the ones that were controlling the banks, one who were controlling what was going on behind the scenes. Now, again, I don't agree with everything anybody says, especially those two at all. But I can tell you one thing. The First Amendment was in place for a reason, in order to stir debate, to stir discussion, to bring topics to light so people could sit down formally and say, I don't like this. You don't like this. Let's come to a reasonable agreement. Okay, that's, that's realistic. You don't like this. I don't like this. Let's see if we can find a medium. The problem is the banker boys do not want people coming to a median. They do not want people coming together and coming to a conclusion where both parties are satisfied. They want to continually shut down any type of dissent, any type of speech that they do not agree with. Because remember, find out who you can't talk about, and you find out who runs the show. That is why here on this show… There's really nothing that's off topic. <laughs> we bring everything up, and I get flack for it, and so does Dan, and don't care, neither does he, because 
This is part of what happens in a republic when you have a bill of rights. Certain things are said. Certain things are not agreed with. Certain things make people really angry. But at the end of the day, everybody needs to understand a free speech platform is a free speech platform. It's not well, we pick and choose what makes us irritated and angry, and, and nobody can say anything that makes us upset. But we can talk about this, 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 and this, and we can promote perversion and drag queen story hour and all types of sadistic stuff in Disney films. But you can't talk about Jesus Christ. You can't talk about the blood of Christ. You can't talk about the Bible. No, 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 no. You can't talk about any of that. But you can talk about all these other things. Guys, an open platform is an open platform. Whether or not people like it, whether they're offended, whether they hate it, whether they love it, whether they disagree or agree, it's an open platform for a reason. And it is one of the very basis and founding points of the United States and this republic is the ability to speak freely. What do you think, Tim? Uh, really good opening, Austin. And, you know, when you talk about the blood of Jesus, it changes everything, everything. And they don't want you doing that. They don't want you to realize that when you pray, you create a scalar energy field that changes the fabric of space time. They don't want you to understand how the blood of Jesus sanctifies you and how it brings you to God. And it makes you one with God through Jesus, through a blood covenant. They don't want to talk about that stuff. So ask yourself a question. All these people that claim to be Christians online who don't cover the hard topics, who want to give you mental candy. I'm going to say that again. They All what they want to do is talk about mental candy, C-A-N-D-Y, candy. And they don't want to challenge you to become better than you are, more than you are, greater than – gosh, guys, I'm, getting, I'm feeling the anointing drop on me. Let me explain this to you. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. That same power that resurrected him from the dead because now you're in a blood covenant with the same being, the same God, the same holy God, the same God who created the heavens and the earth, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Moses, the God who has all powerful, who's omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent. It, the power that he has resides in you to be more than you are, to be greater than you are. And you have to understand who you are in Jesus and what he did for you. Uh, this morning, uh, you know, I was writing to a friend and I, and I told him, I said, you know, God expects so much from all of us. You know, the word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I mean, I pray for you guys again this morning. And I know that all of you who are listening to the show will continue to receive blessings, you know, because I pray for you in all the areas of your life. But remember, guys, this is so important. When much is given, much is required by God. When he has come into you and he fills you with his Holy Spirit, he wants you to walk circumspectly with him with great respect and adoration. He expects you to serve him and do your best to obey his word. Do you remember this? You were bought at a price by the blood of the lamb, by Jesus. You know, we need to understand that, you know, he has given you so much power. Many of you, I know that you've been done wrong. I know many of you well because we're interconnected through quantum mechanics and prayer. But God has never done you wrong. He loves you enough and he loves your family enough to have sent his son to you to die for you. And, you know, I felt led to give you these scriptures this morning, and I, and I really hope it ministers to you. Remember to keep praying and continue to grow in his word. and expect He expects that from you, my friends. He expects that from you, for you to pray and grow in his word. You've all been given a deep ability to love God. You really have. And we're trying to do the best to help you to do that on this show. You say, well, gosh, Ted, this is kind of preachy this morning. I, yeah, it is kind of preachy. Don't really care. Like Austin said. I'm going to be led by the Holy Spirit. I'm going to do what's right in his eyes to the best of my ability. Because, guys, if we don't follow God, if we don't obey his commandments, if we don't do what's right and do what pleases him, then what separates us from the world? 
what does that? I mean, I, I don't understand how it's how you can have both. How you can go out to your parties and get drunk and hang out with the wrong people and take drugs and then worship, you know, worship and praise God. People take drugs. People drink alcohol. People smoke nicotine. They're very addictive. All of these things in order to self-medicate because they're trying to fill a void on the inside that only God can fill. But when you get filled with the Holy Spirit through the blood of the Lamb, the power that again resides in you is unlimited. You know, God plus one is always a majority. Hebrews 13 says, verse 7, you remember your leaders who spoke the word of God. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of the life, you know, the intimate and their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and be it forever. Do not carry it away by all kinds of strange teachings, for it is good for the heart to be strengthened by grace and not by foods of no value and those devoted to them. And it's talking about you know dietary guidelines and dietary laws. There, It's also talking about the word of God is the same in the Old Testament and the New Testament. In other words, it's saying to you basically that you need to serve God and obey his commandments. And Luke 12, 34, 24, he talks about you know people who have been given much. Much, much will be required from him who has been entrusted with much, even much more will be demanded. And then he goes on to say, Jesus says, I have come to ignite a fire in the earth, the fire of the Holy Spirit, this fire of change. Because how I wish it was already kindled. And then we, and we need to understand also, we have all kinds of powerful Bible scriptures on obeying God. The word obey appears 170 times in the books of the Bible. Read a few of them to you. John 14, 15, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Luke eleven twenty eight, but he said, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Acts five twenty nine. But Peter and the apostles answered, We must obey God rather than men. Psalm one nineteen one oh five, the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. That's like it's saying, Dear Lord, the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my life. And I pray that you continue to allow me to follow the footsteps that you have me to we'd say it in another vernacular today that you allow me to follow the proper fractal timeline john three thirty six. whoever believes in the son has eternal life whoever does not obey the son will not see life but the wrath of god remains on him again you've got to walk circumspectly with the most high god first peter 1 14 as obedient children do not be conformed to the passions of your former ignorance in other words Come ye out from among them, be ye separate. That's not the unclean thing, and I'll receive you. You'll be my sons and my daughters. Don't hang out with the people that you want to hang out with. Don't do the drugs. Don't do the alcohol. You have the power of Christ living in you. <laughs> and Samuel said in 1 Samuel fifteen twenty two, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen is better than the fat of rams. And, and this, I could, I'm going to send you this. I'm going to post this on the Health Pastors website, 140 scriptures on being obedient. It's so important. 2 Corinthians 10.5, we destroy arguments in every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to obey Christ. Guys, listen to me. The left and the liberal media, this is exactly what they've done. We have every lofty opinion that they've raised against us because of their ignorance and their disbelief. But we have the knowledge of God, and we can take every thought captive to obey God. For a second, John 1, 6, one of my favorite, and this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, just as you've heard from the beginning, so that you should walk in it. For second Timothy 3.16, all scripture is breathed out of out by God and profitable for teaching, reproof for correction, and for training in righteousness. Now, I'm not going to read any more of these because I've got 140 of them. I could do the whole show on this, and that's not the point. But the point is God loves you. 
you were bought at a price. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead resides in you, and you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Remember that, friends. I pray for you this morning. I love you guys. The highlight of my days is praying for you. And with the highlight of my days is doing this show and bringing you the word of God and giving you encouragement and hope and faith. Because, guys, this world is waning. It's, it's, it's becoming less and less because this is exactly what was going to happen. Jesus told us, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon the return of the Son of Man. And this is what they're doing to us right now. They're destroying everything, including our money supply, you know, our, our economies, the economic world engine. They're doing everything to bring you under subjection to the Antichrist. And you can't allow that. Because remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. But this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice, and I'll be glad in it. And the blood of the Lamb is still the same yesterday, today, and forever, because it sanctifies you to an omnipresent God. Gosh, it's so powerful, guys. And what he's done for you and how he's changed your DNA. So if you're listening to shows that don't encourage you, if you're listening to shows that don't build you up, if you're listening to shows that don't talk about Jesus and what he did for you, and you listen to shows that want to promote imprecatory prayers and have you curse people in Jesus' name, guys, don't listen to that stuff. We're not going to be destroyed by a tidal wave or a meteorite. It's not going to happen. We're not going to have a nuclear war. They're not going to destroy their own infrastructure. They spent so much money putting in 5G towers. They're not going to go in there and wipe it out. Always remember, the same people that they give you to follow in leadership roles are the same ones that have dragged us into this ditch, including Donald Trump with his carpet bombing of the United States economy, Donald Trump with his bringing on of Operation Warp Speed, Donald Trump with putting in more CFR members than any president in the history of the United States, Donald Trump's who made sexual exploits of women, married women, one of his conquest goals. Oh, yeah, that all that. Who are they? What do they believe? Now we got DeSantis coming back in and trying to work with putting Disney's Reedy Creek exemptions back into place with their nonprofits. All of this stuff is obfuscation and theater. Trump's now, now DeSantis is coming in. Well, we're going to hold these these manufacturers of these these drugs and these 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 we, these weapons of mass destruction vaccines accountable. No, he's not. No, he's not. Because they're operating under emergency youth authorization. He's not going to do anything. He can't. Just like he couldn't really do what he did with Disney. That's been caught up in the doggone courts. It's all mental theater. It's all to try to distract you from what they're doing with the 5G systems they're putting in, the 6G systems they're putting in, and what they're doing with the space fence and the total lockdown of the planet. That's what they're trying to prevent you from seeing. So they give you kabuki theater to allow you to run around and go, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Oh, look at this. No. It's like Austin said in his first segment. If you take it and you look at it and you say, this is the good part of the Republican Party. This is the good part of the Democratic Party. By the way, good luck with that. I see nothing good about the Democratic Party. But these are the bad parts of the Democratic Party. These are the bad parts of the Republican Party. Let's look it all out. Lay it all out online. Say what's happening here is this, this, and this. How is the Frankfurt School involved in the Democratic Party? How is cultural Marxism taken over the Democratic Party? How in the world have we allowed ourselves to get here? Because we stopped focusing on the Most High God. We stopped thinking about Jesus Christ. We allowed them to come into our churches with the Masonic leadership and destroy the eldership and the deacons of the churches and control the pastors and what they're going to say with the Johnson Amendment. We've allowed them to come in. Uh, guys, come ye out from among them. Be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing. If your church isn't preaching the truth, if your church doesn't have open books, if your church isn't openly discussing repentance and the things that you should be doing for God, if all it is is a name it, claim it, blab it, grab a thing that's closed books, really evaluate on what you want to do with all that. Remember, guys, being a Christian is a whole lot more than jumping around in church on Sunday morning. It's a way of life, a life that is filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Pray every day unceasingly. And remember that Jesus loves you. God loves you. 
God sent his own son to die for you because he loved you so much to restore you back to him. I'm going to bring you that little message this morning. Austin, what do you think, my friend? And what's your next story? That was excellent. And you're absolutely right about that. You know, the concept of what they have given us now as far as this theater is giant distraction. You know, I saw that article this morning with DeSantis, and, you know, I had this little glimmering of hope when I saw it. <laughs> so, oh, maybe, maybe he's going to do something as far as with the vaccine manufacturers. But quite frankly, you're exactly right. They're under EUA, the emergency use authorization. They got approved by the FDA for emergency use. They have full carte blanche immunity from everything. And like I said earlier, if DeSantis goes after Pfizer, he goes after everyone. He goes after Vanguard. He goes after State Street. He goes after BlackRock. He goes after everything. That's right. He goes after Pfizer. So, yeah, do I hope he brings stuff to light? And do I think it is still positive to bring things up like he said? So I'm not going to discount that. Bringing up and saying stuff that he said about us being lied to about the RNA vaccines, that is crucial. Bringing up topics and bringing up discussions is crucial. Is there going to be any action behind it? Doubtful. But at least he's talking about it. At least he's saying something about it. Is anything going to happen and change? Probably not, like Dad said. That I saw earlier, too, the same article Dad had sent me yesterday, where now apparently Disney has come back in and put a choke chain on DeSantis as far as with dissolving Reedy Creek. And I I had a feeling this is going to happen because, remember, who owns Disney? That's right. It's BlackRock and State Street and Vanguard. (laughs) They own Disney. And so they came in and they pretty much said, listen, we're not going to pay six to eight hundred million dollars a year in property taxes. We're not going to pay Florida a billion dollars in property tax. We're not going to do it. Just letting you know that right now we're not going to do it. So how should we proceed? I can clearly tell you that's how the conversation went. And the state of Florida said, well, no, no, this is what happened. Santa signed it. And they went, see, listen, you don't understand. <laughs> we own everything. We own every company that's operational that's major in the state of Florida. We control every aspect of the banking cartel in Florida. We're not paying the property taxes on Disney. Disney will remain completely and totally immune to everything. It will remain its own entity. Because remember, the way Disney operates and the reason why it is so stinking successful from a monetary standpoint is because they operate as their own island inside of Florida. They don't have to get – permits and approval from the state of Florida. They don't have to go in and get a permit to build a new giant, you know, giant building, giant hotel, giant subdivision, giant infrastructure. They have their own permitting plans inside of Disney. They don't have to do anything. To, to my knowledge, I don't really even think SwiftMud, which means by double SwiftMud, I don't even think SwiftMud has any operational control of them. Even though they're federal, I think SwiftMud kind of stays out of what they do. This kind of just operate their own entity. They weren't going to let that go without a fight. But one thing that it did do, I'll say this, one thing that it did do is when they blasted themselves out there and they started calling up, the CEO of Disney called up DeSantis and blatantly told him that he needed to kill the don't say gay bill, which is ironic to me. I still get just a kick out of the fact that that's what they deemed it, even though there was nothing in the text at all in the giant whopping eight pages of that bill to discuss don't say gay at all. Nothing in the bill whatsoever even implied that reference. But yet, of course, that's how they lie, right? That's how the hardcore left has always 
twist everything. They come up with complete and total fake operations, and they say, well, this is what's happened in this bill, even though it's a complete and total lie. They do the reverse as well. They say, oh, this, this bill's to support the infrastructure in Tampa. This, this, this is going to help us build more roadways. You guys, you need to vote to increase your taxes, and we'll, and we'll build more roadways. I've been to Tampa recently. Nothing's changed. It's always complete and totally nonsensical when it comes to traffic. Nothing's changed on the roadways, but yet the people in Tampa and Hillsborough County voted to increase their own sales tax rate. They pay more money for everything than anybody else does in Central Florida because their county has a higher sales tax rate because they voted for it because they were told it was going to help the infrastructure. Nothing changed. Nothing got built. Nothing's different. It's the exact same thing because that's how they operate with a lot of these bills. And when the CEO of Disney said you got to kill this bill because we we don't we don't want to have you telling teachers that they can't talk to young children about transgender surgery and about their personal sexual deviant behavior when they're five and six and seven years old. You, you, you can't be putting a bill forward like that. And I remember I told everybody, I mean, you guys remember this. I said the fact that there's even a discussion that we have to put a bill forward like this should make everybody ask questions about everything in the school system. This is why I've told you guys repeatedly, make sure you are directly involved with what you know your children are being taught at school. These communist indoctrination camps, especially in some of these hardcore Marxist states, they're teaching children to be good little communists. That's the only thing they're teaching them, guys. They're not teaching them about geographical history. They're not teaching them about constitutional history. They're not teaching them actual real true mathematics, teaching you know, this whole common core nonsense they teach now is bogus. They're teaching them how to fall in line and be communist. That's why you're seeing now so many of these 16, 17, 18, 19, 20-year-old kids that are getting into the spotlight now. And you hear them talk. You see them on interviews. You see them on social media. And they're complete and total morons. They're buffoons. They have no idea. What you, even you hear what they say. They have no idea what they're talking about. Yet they're making these bold proclamations. We, we are, everybody needs to stop driving cars right now because, because we're going to save the planet. We're going to save the planet. Well, isn't it ironic that you see the top-tier Hollywood celebrities and individuals that run the World Economic Forum? They always fly all over the country in their private Learjets and their Gulfstream 750s and their giant planes burning enormous amounts of jet fuel all over the planet. Hey, 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 don't don't bring that up, guys. That's 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 irrelevant. That's irrelevant. It doesn't matter what they do. You know, they're trying to help us guys. Everything that we're continually being told is a lie. And they're saying it in order to control the groupthink, the mindset, the functionality, the direction that everybody's thinking. This is why they're so bent again on trying to disarm the country. Canada now. Poor Canada. Uh, pretty soon, you know, I mean, they're they're going to make sure, you know, Trudeau is going to make sure that they follow right in line with Canada or with uh, with China pretty soon. I mean, the videos you see in China, I mean, with people being mercilessly beat by the white clad COVID stormtroopers walking to people's houses and zip tying them on the floor and saran wrapping them on the ground and all kinds of sick stuff they do everybody over there. You notice how nobody has weapons over there. Nobody has firearms. Nobody has 150-round arm attack saw drums in their AR-15 that they legally own. They don't. Am I saying that this wouldn't happen in China if they had those? Yeah, I'm pretty much saying this would not be happening right now in China if they had those. (laughs) Because there's a reason why 
the government wants to disarm the populace, and it's not for their protection. Canada is now going further down the line of total gun ban ownership as Trudeau has posed an outright ban on all handgun sales across the country. You already saw that. Now they're discussing a full ban on pretty much almost all semi-automatic rifles. Almost all. Any commonly owned hunting rifle, semi-automatic, semi-automatic shotgun, they're saying now that there's absolutely no reason that they need these. And this amendment they're putting to the C-21 is this sweeping gun control bill that literally is going to effectively disarm everything. And they're talking about how nobody needs to have these these high-capacity magazines that hold 10 rounds. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First off, 10-round capacity is not high capacity at all. That's as basic as it gets. That's common as California capacity. Standard capacity is 30 rounds. Large capacity is 60 to 100. Higher capacity is belt-fed to 150. 10 rounds is not any type of significant capacity to do any any type of suppressive fire. Let's clarify that. So they start saying 10 rounds is too much. The only reason a government wants to disarm you and prevent you from owning any type of significant capacity is because they know you're going to shoot them for what they're about to do to you next if you're not disarmed. That is the only reason ever in recorded history a government tries to disarm its populace. Here over in Columbus, Ohio now, they've now approved – a magazine ban. They're now saying that basically they voted in this council meeting. Members voted seven to zero in a new ordinance that will ban so-called large capacity magazines. Again, they always want to stop anybody from having over 10 round capacity. Has anybody noticed a trend with that? It's not to stop people from doing bad things because quite frankly, if you're an accurate shot and you have 10 rounds in a handgun, you could still be fairly effective if you need to be in a, in a situation. It's because they do not want anybody having the ability to have defensive firepower. Get that through everyone's head. It is not for your safety. It is not for your family's safety. It is because they want to make sure the populace does not have the ability to have any type of defensive firepower. That is why. They don't like suppressive firepower. Why? Because communists want to control everything. And a populace that's well-armed that can lay down heavy suppressive firepower uh, is not an easy populace to control. This is why you're seeing so many bills over the last year again being pushed. And if anybody noticed, it's every year there's always a situation. There's always a shooting. There's always a tragedy. There's always an incident. And they push the gun control bill a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further. It's been a slow process Death by a thousand cuts, so to speak. They can't go in and ban everything all at once because the Second Amendment, that pesky thing. So they're doing it slowly. But what they're doing even more isn't just the bills, isn't just the amendments, isn't just the ordinance. They're indoctrinating the younger generation into thinking that all firearms are bad. And they've done this with a lot of grown adults, grown people that have no idea the depravity and violence that exists in society. So they continue to tell people guns are bad. Nobody should own guns. Nobody should own firearms. Children should never be exposed to firearms. Nobody should ever be able to – anything about firearms. What's well, ironic because you can even look back in constitutional literature, and they discuss directly how it is the duty of the patriots to be able to form a militia. It is their duty. It's a requirement. There were kids that were 8, 9, 10, 12 years old that were fighting the Revolutionary War. Not that that's a good thing, but it's because they were operational. So I've continually told people – 
teach the younger generation how to safely handle firearms and how to target shoot safely. Always, always, always teach them trigger control, muzzle safety, situational awareness. It is crucial, not just teaching them how to hold a gun, but teaching them that they are not toys, that they are not running around, hanging out, shooting things that don't need to be shot. They are very, very dangerous weapons. They need to be massively respected, but they need to be taught that lesson. The vast majority of children nowadays don't even know anything about firearms, but yet here's the difference. We've taken a generation that knows nothing about true firearm handling, that knows nothing about constitutional rights, that knows nothing of what a high-powered rifle does to soft tissue, and yet we've put them in front of a television screen with some of the most graphic, realistic video games that have ever been built in human history, and we let them sit on it for six, seven, eight, nine, ten hours a day fighting and shooting people all day long. And we wonder why some of these kids at 16, 17, 18 years old completely and totally go nuts and do stupid stuff. Why? If you look back at any of these shooters, they were never taught any type of gun safety from their family. Most time, they didn't even have much of a family. Most of them were addicted to video games, and most of them, majority of them, were on prescription drugs. You take that combination with no teaching, no respect for firearms, video games incessantly that are incredibly violent, and pharmaceutical drugs, you are going to breed individuals that are unstable, that want to do sociopathic violent behavior. It is a fact. Why aren't we talking about this? Why isn't this being discussed? And why is the only solution that is ever brought up is disarming and restricting law-abiding citizens from being able to have any type of significant firepower? That is the only solution that ever gets brought up. Answer? Because it's not about preventing violence. It's not about protection. It's about controlling the populace and disarming them. That is what it comes down to, Dad. What do you think? You know, Austin, controlling the populace is always – the goal of tyranny and if they have to do it through chemtrail or morgellons or fluoride or pharmacia you know or injecting you with an mrna you know kill shot to make you unbelievably sick so you'll be in compliance before you die uh, that's what they do and it saddens it saddens me that they play both sides against the middle they give you out 90 percent truth and they run 10 percent lies People prefer the lies, and they want to believe the lies, and, that, and, that's, and that's what's happening all over the United States now. It's happening all over the world. People are preferring the lie to the truth, and the sad part about all that is if the truth will set you free but you prefer the lie, doesn't that always mean you're going to be a captive, honestly? And that's, what, that's why we try to tell you guys. It's just you know we don't do the lies here. We just tell you the truth, which is, like Austin said earlier, very, very politically incorrect. I mean seriously politically incorrect. I mean we get a lot of blowback, but I don't even care. Don't care anymore about this. It's just, it's just if I feel that God wants me to cover something on the show with you, like we did earlier about obedience, I'm going to do that. If he wants me to talk to you about the blood of the lamb, I'm going to do that. If he wants me to talk to you about what Kanye said was true, except for he used the wrong vernacular, he should have used the synagogue of Satan. I'm going to say that too. And so we've got to understand who rules us and who we cannot criticize. Always remember that it's very important that we have to understand who runs the banks. Who owns State Street, Vanguard, and BlackRock? This is, a, this is basically a continuation of the primordial serpent from the Garden of Eden. This is the group that runs the planet, has done so since the ancient Canaanite religions in the very beginning, after the flood with Noah. This is the same group that caused the entire planet's thoughts to become evil all the time. Same group, like it talks about in Genesis chapter 6. This is who runs us. This is who controls us. And they're so sly because, remember, their, their native tongue is lying. They lie about everything. And as Christians, we don't do that. 
last night I spoke to a friend of mine who basically is trying to work with somebody in their church as far as setting up a new mortgage, et cetera, et cetera, for their home. And everything that's happening is obfuscation. They don't want to turn the literature over to them, you know, the paperwork over to them 72 hours in advance, which was required in the state of Florida. They want to try to force them to sign paperwork and do stuff without reading through the paperwork. All of this stuff is being done by these people. In many cases, they infiltrate Christian churches because they like to work with, quote, Christians who don't dot every I and cross every T and who believe what they say they're going to do is what they're going to do. It's sad because it causes a lot of problems when people, particularly newborn Christians who go to churches who they trust somebody because they, quote, unquote, claim to be a Christian. Let me tell you something, friends. If you're talking to a Christian and they're talking about the Most High God and they're talking about Jesus and the blood of the Lamb and they're praying out loud before their meals and their conversation is seasoned well with you and they're talking constantly about what they should and shouldn't be doing based on what the Holy Spirit leads them to do, now you're dealing with a pretty good Christian. If it's just this thing that they just occasionally mention, I'm, gosh, I can't, I'm not, I'm not going to mention the guy's name, but I remember there was a guy who was on the seminar circuit with us back in the 90s. He's written a bunch of books, and he claimed to be a Christian. He'd be sitting there using God's name in vain, and then you talk to him about Christ and Christianity. He'd say, well, let's pray. I'm joking. I'm not kidding you. He was such a chameleon, and he would change based upon who he was talking to. And if, I knew him really well. He also had multiple fares on his wife on the road when he'd pick up groupies at the tape and CD table. Oh, yeah, that, and I saw that too. So because someone professes that they're a Christian, don't believe them. You know, their walk talks a lot louder than their talk talks. Always remember that. Look at them and watch them and make sure that they're doing what they say they're going to do. And they're walking, like I mentioned in the first segment, circumspectly with great fear and adoration and love for the Most High God. Really, really important that we all understand that every single day of our life. By the way, speaking of evil, <laughs> I will not step on that landmine. Benjamin Netanyahu, career Kabbalist Luciferian, refuses to endorse his ex-ally Trump for 2024 and pledges to deal with whoever's in the White House while calling on ex-president to condemn Nick Fientes and Kanye West. Israel's strongest serving, longest serving prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu, is returning to power after his coalition won the parliamentary majority last month. Remember last year when he got taken out? I told you he'd be back. He and Donald Trump were famously close. Both were in the office. Well, they both. Well, I'm not going to make that comment. Netanyahu told NBC toast Chuck Todd to keep me out of it. When asked if he was Trump to win the 2024 presidential race, Netanyahu said Trump did great things for Israel, but urged him to go further in condemning Nick Fuentes and their Margo Lago meeting. I'm not going to say much. I know Benjamin Netanyahu. I had dinner with him or lunch or whatever it was, uh, gosh, 25 years ago, and I, I felt like I was stepping into a slime pit. I feel like I need to go jump in the shower with basically, you know, lye soap and scrub down with hot water. It was, it was he was disgusting, honestly. He's a complete and total career slime politician. His native language, in my opinion, is lie. He lies about everything. It's just weird. By the way, it's another good article. Everybody knew that COVID vax was a criminal bioweapon. There's a article by Carol Kingston. Carol Kingston is a biotech analyst and former Pfizer employee who has researched and written about the many aspects of the so-called COVID-19 vaccines. Kingston has uncovered documents to prove everybody knew or should have known the deadly effects of these criminal injections. Kingston said documents with the drug makers, FDA and the CDC listed the deadly and debilitating side effects of the injections. They knew what they were. 
Kingston shows that the vaccine makers gave a list to the FDA of side effects or possible adverse event outcomes from the injection. Kingston says common side effects should be muscle, could be, should be muscle aches, headaches, and fever and pain. But with these, these injections, common side effects are Gillian Barr, inflammation of your brain and your spinal cord, meningitis, stroke, narcolepsy, anaphylactic shock, heart attack, myocarditis, pericarditis, and deep autoimmune disease and death, including a massively reduced efficiency of the immune system, pregnancy and birth outcomes, fetal injuries, oh gosh, this is nightmarish, fetal mutations. Spontaneous abortion and vaccine-enhanced disease. So they knew this was not a mild side effect. This is not me speaking. This is literally their documents. This information is just the tip of the iceberg, which show how really sick and perverse these injections are. Kingston said, how much longer are doctors going to defend the safety of these injections? Why are people not waking up? Their trusted leaders and their family doctors are telling them that the mRNA injections are safe and effective, by the way. No, they're not. In legal terms, it is a definition of extrinsic fraud. These gene editing technologies and the FDA does not have the right to call these injections a vaccine. They are not even gene therapies because they cause disease, disabilities, and death. They are bioweapons. Wow, the girl sounds like me. Kansas goes on to say, this is fraud. The claim that these injections are safe and effective are all based on fraud. This is blatant misrepresentations of facts to the American people. This was parroted and repeated to the American people through mainstream media as well as through all of the health care organizations, including Donald Trump, who's so proud of his, his COVID vaccines and his Operation Warp Speed. And this would be Klaus Schwab again telling you how great Donald Trump is. Yeah, he's a good man, good man. No, he's not. We are in a real pickle. We really are because those who know the truth are being hammered down. This is premeditated battery and murder of adults and children. They knew what was going to happen, and they authorized it anyway because it was their stated goal. I'm adding that. Keep in mind, your entire medical industrial complex, which includes your local family practitioner, nurses, and pediatricians, went along with it. Not all of them, most of them. Why? If they were not getting the large financial incentives and being pressured to go along with it, would they have been sicking people with these shots? They were getting peer pressure, and everyone else was doing it. So how bad could it be? We can't get caught if we all agree to the lie. Of course, they've done this already, haven't they? I'm stepping off the article. They've done this already. They did it already with vaccines. Dr. Robert Mendelson back in the 80s warned everybody about the increased vaccine schedule. He warned about sudden infant death. He warned about autism. He warned about all of these different things that are going to come upon us, including the massive problems with learning disabilities with these children that have been vaccinated. He warned us about that. His book, The Confessions of a Medical Heretic, his other book on how to raise a healthy child in spite of your pediatrician. By the way, he was a pediatrician or classics, but suddenly he died in his early 60s. He was one of the best interviewees I've ever seen. He did an extremely good job. He's on all the talk show services back in the 80s still before all of these quote unquote news stations and radio stations have been bought up by State Street, Vanguard and BlackRock and the bloodline families through the circular ownership. This is what Mendelssohn was doing. But suddenly they find, they find him dead. Very weird to me because he's in great shape, tremendous energy, worked out, ate real clean, but yet he's dead. Died many, 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 many years ago now, probably 30 or so, over 30 years ago. If you can read his book, Confessions of a Medical Heretic and How to Raise a Healthy Child in Spite of Your Pediatrician, do so. They're still in print. If you don't find them in print, they're still going to be available on Amazon in the used category. Guys, listen to me. This is the group of people that have been doing this for years and years and years. It's all about eugenics and stopping the population growth and bringing everybody into compliance through pharmacia and through drugs, which is exactly what they warned us about in the book of Revelation over and over and over again. Now, let me read this other article to you. This is where tyranny starts. 
New England may take baby from parents demanding unvaccinated blood for heart surgery. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? What? The, the parents are demanding unvaccinated blood for heart surgery of this infant, and they don't want to put spike proteins into the infant. Over 100 anti-vaccination protests showed up in New Zealand to support the parents of a critically ill four-month-old baby in New Zealand. The parents demanded that the hospital provide supplementary blood from unvaccinated donors before the child goes under the knife for pulmonary valve stenosis, a heart valve disorder. The boy's mother says she wants safe blood to be used. Her doctor described his fear of blood-containing trace vaccines and using mRNA technology. The request has been denied by the New Zealand Health Service, which says the vaccines pose no risk to donor supplies, according to RNZ. On Tuesday, the Auckland High Court will decide on whether to grant a request to remove the child from the family to perform the surgery. Wow, guys. Paul, Paul the White, the attorney, okay, a.k.a. Health New Zealand, described the baby's getting sicker with every heartbeat. <laughs> I'm not going to read any more of this. It's aggravating to me because now they're taking the rights of these parents away to have this child be basically be, have surgery, serious, serious, serious surgery, and basically not allow the parents to make that decision. So when you stop and you think about it and you really understand who they are and what they're doing, you know, you start to understand very quickly that these people are, are evil to the core who are doing this. But but think about this for a second. They've always been evil to the core ever since the ancient Canaanite religions. This isn't something that's new to us. This world is being run by this Luciferian group, this bloodline family group that basically are just evil, evil, evil people. And why would they consider using pure blood on an infant that's been not vaccinated or the parents haven't been vaccinated and now why would, they, why would they consider taking away this child's right to be controlled by their parents because their parents want to have spike protein free blood in a tiny little baby that would massively increase the risks of pericarditis and pericarditis on top of the, everything else with the heart problems this kid's already having. What a mess. Paul Craig Roberts wrote an excellent article he calls The Death of Western Civilization. He's talking about how alternative media is demonized for giving information that is otherwise withheld from us. There's a white Dutch policeman suppressing the violence, the peaceful protests of the white Dutch farmers to feed them. The white Dutch farmers are facing confiscation of their farms on the fabricated grounds that their cows contribute to global emissions that allegedly are causing global warming. In other words, if you drink milk, you're destroying the earth. This is so crazy. For who are the Dutch police acting? It turns out the Dutch policemen are acting against the Dutch farmers who feed them for the sole benefit of the propaganda of the fascist World Economic Forum financed by Bill Gates, George Soros, and the rest of the rich, and also the Kabbalist Luciferian weirdos who run the planet, who are alienated from Western civilization, infuse it as with Christianity, with human... I'm jumping on this. I want to go back and read this clearly. George Soros and the rest of the rich who were who are alienated from Western civilization, they've infused as it is with Christianity, Western civilization was left of that, that values human life and the human soul over the decades of the World Economic Forum, which has taught Western governments and large corporations, those with political power, that freedom comes through terminating private property. The World Economic Forum's motto is you will own nothing and you'll be happy. By owning nothing, the World Economic Forum means your soul as well. Wow, you think about that for a second. Everywhere in the Western world, governments act as if they are unaccountable to those they rule. If you demand accountability from government, it is you, not government, who are the fascists and the threat to democracy. Parents demanding accountability from school boards are thrown out of the meetings. With the production of the First Amendment to the Constitution, with the when the protection of the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, free speech can be denied to the President of the United States 
while he is in office by media, who dares to speak freely? The West is dead. It was destroyed by liberals through the Frankfurt School, through the induction of the school systems, through the drugs, through basically women's liberation, through pornography. He infused the West with self-doubt. Oppressed Western people such as Dutch farmers are so oppressed that violent resistance never occurs to them. All peaceful protests achieve is to identify the dissonance to the government as in Canada with the truckers' protests identify the leaders of the fascist Trudeau to arrest. In the Western world, liberty is lost. Only the removal of the ruling elite could restore it, but the demonized people lack the confidence to save themselves. And guys, this was done through fluoride. This was done through pharmacia. This was done through mass hypnosis through the media. This was done by teaching people they can't speak political things in churches because of the Johnson Amendment. This was done because little by little we took away the chutzpah, the power, the authority given us by God Almighty, by these whackbags who basically forced it on the Christians, who the Christians being told by their pastors and leaders not to get involved in political things because it's beneath them as Christians. They shouldn't be involved in it. Guys, we got to take it back. We got to take our country back. You better be at every school board meeting if you don't like what they're doing. You better be talking to all the doggone city commissions and all the planning commissions and everybody else if you don't like what they're doing because, guys, the power that resides in us is much greater than they're giving it credit for. And they're trying to suppress you by suppressing your freedom of speech, suppressing your Second Amendment rights, and making them think that, making you think that they rule you with an iron boot on your neck. No, they don't. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You remember who you are, Jesus. I love you guys, and I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up. It's very valid. The only government we have is by the consent of the governed. A lot of people forget that. That's why I had such a difficult time uh, complying. Actually, I didn't have a difficult time. I just didn't do it. (laughs) When they started to come in with the COVID restrictions, I told people, I said, I don't, I don't consent to that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't consent to that. You can't tell me I have to shut my business down here in Auburndale, Florida. I don't, I don't consent. No. The answer, the answer is no. I'm not going to shut it down. Well, you have to. It's for your safety and others. No, no, it's not. It's not for, not for my safety, obviously. It's not for your safety, obviously. How about you just don't come over and hang out with me? Don't come to my office. How about that? Oh, well, no, 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 you have to do this. No, we don't. And the people that stood up, stood up, and they made a point because we didn't consent. Just because somebody tells you to do something doesn't mean you have to do it. That's a wild concept that's been lost now, apparently, with a lot of people. It's dove automatically. No, you have to do it because they said so. Okay? And your point being, somebody says go jump off a bridge, does that mean you go do that too? Well, that's silly. (laughs) The other group of people told you to wear three masks and get an mRNA shot in order to be safe. And you said, how high do I have to jump? The concept of not consenting to tyranny is a very, very long, long-term ideology. It's been around for a long time. The problem is they've continued to beat that idea out of people into thinking that you can't say anything that doesn't go along with the narrative. You can't say anything that's offensive. That's been one of the key things they've done. To the Marxist indoctrination with stopping free speech is with the continual politically correct narrative. That's what it came out with, you know, 10, 15 years ago almost. So it's, not, it's not politically correct. It's not politically correct. Okay. What, what does that mean? You say that like I'm supposed to care. I'm telling you truth. I'm telling you facts. What does that have to do with anything being politically correct? The answer is it doesn't. It was all designed in a very early phase when they started to bring in that terminology in because that was one of those catchphrases. It was politically incorrect. You can't say that. 
now we've reached a point where you say something to a grown man that wants to be a cross-dressing pervert exposing themselves to children in a library. Suddenly you're a racist, transphobic individual. Like, whoa, how, how far did we drop that fast in 10, 12 years? The answer is really far because people consented to things they shouldn't have. People were quiet on things they shouldn't have. People were not prepared for things they should have been prepared for. So I've continued to tell people, your health is your responsibility. Exercise, get fresh air, eat clean food, take good supplements, take high-dose vitamin C and D3 every day and keep your immune system strong. Have some backup stored food. Have some backup stored water. Be adequately and prepared properly with firearm and defensive training. I mean, look at what we see going on in North Carolina with this shooting. Now, apparently I found out this is two substations they shot. So allegedly two, two groups went out and shot two substations. There's still no power, like 35,000 people. I don't know why. Was it a false flag? Was it a test? Was it some people that were mad about something? I don't know. I saw on Yahoo News that they tried to blame it on somebody angry about transgender nonsense. I saw it earlier. This article here. I pulled it up on Yahoo News, and it uh, yeah, it's, this 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 is how far they grasp at this now. They're trying to turn a vandalism of a substation into a tranny concept, into a tranny problem. It says here, there's no immediate details about positive motive by the FBI. However, it's unclear if the vandalism was tied to a drag show in the area that faced backlash. Wait, what? Come on, Yahoo. I mean, propaganda is propaganda, but golly, you guys are just throwing anything at the wall and see if it'll stick. Notice how they didn't make a statement there. That's how propaganda is when it's a complete and total lie. They wanted to plant a seed, right? So they, they did that. They planted a seed now in this article. It is unclear if the vandalism was tied to a drag show in the area that faced backlash. That's a completely and totally non-affirming statement, right? There's no, there's no guarantee about anything. It is unclear. It's just a random statement. It's just bubblegum in the article. But yet now they put it in there, and I guarantee you there's going to be a significant portion of people that read Yahoo News today, and they're going to go, yeah, you know what? It could have been something about drag queens. You know, they're, they're, just, they're so angry that people want to run around and be trannies and expose themselves to children. They shot a substation. The concept doesn't even make any sense. But yet again, they planted the seed. They want people to start talking about it and thinking about it and censoring themselves. Always do your research. Always speak facts if you know them. Continually do your own research on stuff. I tell people that all the time, and I say it on this show every single week. If you hear something, if you research something, look it up. Look up your own research on it. Do your own research. There's an article that just came out that was published by Dr. Helene Banum. I'm going to read into more of it. I just saw it this morning earlier. It was published in the Journal of Infectious Disease Research, and it goes into detail now about the evidence of vaccine shedding from RNA gene therapy. In the abstract right here, and I'll go into more detail this week when I go through the whole thing, in the abstract of it, it said the massive COVID vaccination campaign is the first time that RNA vaccines have been used on a global scale. The mRNA vaccines correspond exactly to the definition of gene therapy of the American and European regulatory agencies. Just like I said, the regulations require excretion studies of these drugs and their products. These studies have never been done for RNA vaccines. There are numerous reports of symptoms and pathologies identical to the adverse effects of RNA vaccines in unvaccinated persons that come in contact with freshly, freshly vaccinated people. It is therefore important to review the state of knowledge on the possible excretion of vaccine nanoparticles as well as RNA and its product, the spike protein. Now, I'll look into more into this. I'll post on the website. You guys can read it. Do some more research and see what you guys think about it because I've long held this idea. 
that the RNA therapy is definitely it, – it sheds. There's no question about it. They tell you it makes your body produce spike proteins. You turn into a spike protein manufacturing site. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. That's what you do. That's the technology. So if your body starts producing it, why would it not start shedding it? It would be the same thing if your body started producing the flu virus. You would be contagious with the flu because you're walking around now a giant petri dish that's excreting the flu virus. Same concept applies. The RNA therapy is even worse. So is it doing that? I don't know. I do find it funny that I've been in numerous cases. I told you guys when I went down to Miami in 2021 and I went down there to look at a vehicle and I was in a car for about 10 minutes with somebody who was telling me all about how they just got vaccinated. They all they just got shot up. They were so proud they got shot up even though they felt sick all the time. Sure enough, it wasn't the next morning I got home. I got sick as a dog. I mean sick, sick for days. Coincidence? I don't know. I got a really strong immune system. When I'm in a closed compartment for 10 minutes with somebody that just got injected a few days before, and all of a sudden the next day I'm extremely ill, come to your conclusion on that. I came to a conclusion on mine. So thank you, my friends, for getting the truth out there. If you need anything, healthmasters.com. Be sure to do any research. Always, always, always continue to look at the facts. Thank you for everything. Thank you for continued support. Healthmasters.com. Check out the sales and specials we have on the website. Y'all have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.